What are they testing them on? It's like the standardized. But it's Lent. Yeah, it's also Terra Nova testing day. Well, welcome to Girls Night Out. Oh. (laughs) We're here with Tammy and Kelly and Kershaw. And I'm Jen. Jan went on a hot date in St. Augustine. And And somehow thought she was going to come back. (laughs) She left at four and said, I'll try to make it back. And we're not surprised you're not here. But we do miss you and love you. Yeah. That's true. So we wanted to talk about Lent. Lent. Not the stuff that collects on your sweater. Not to be confused with Lent. Right. Lent. Lent as in the liturgical season. Yes. Right. Can I just say that um, our pastor at our Baptist church talked about it this week? Oh, And showed a video. It was I so good. Showed a video? Yes. Your Baptist little church heart made was like, besties yes. with the Anglican bishop when? No. <laughs> yeah, totally awesome. talked about observing Lent. Aww. That is awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, and gave some, like, go to this service. Yes. Yeah, he's like, we'll be it. It's like a pitch first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's confusing. We'll be here. Like, Come join us. It's someone else's church. Go to Ash Wednesday. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> That's I think awesome. we'll get some. <sighs> well, I know I so I had some sermon notes, but oh. they're in the phone. But um like so there's like a countdown, right? Within the Christian calendar yeah. to Easter. Septagesma. There's the yeah. Septagesma, which is about seventy days. Yeah. The sex. Sexagesma and the Quintagesma. Which was 50, right? Yeah, so we go 70, 60, 50. Yeah, yeah. And those are all about reflecting. Self-examination. Yeah. some don't practice abstaining on Thursdays, but some don't on Sundays. Right. Right. So the Septagesma is a... The 70... At the (laughs) 70-day mark... I'm prepared for this. (laughs) Take stock of your life. (laughs) The parable of the workers and the wages, getting the same wages, you right. know? Yeah. How do you feel about that? I feel like it's biblical. <laughs> <laughs> the sexagesma, the 60-day, and the parable of the sower, check your heart, good seed, soil. Yeah, right. The quintagesma. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Faith, hope, and love. I don't remember that. That's yeah. I just remember trying to pronounce it. Well, because yeah. remember the the um the version was saying charity, you know. You remember? You don't remember charity? I feel oh like I must have missed that part. Oh my goodness! Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, we did Corinthians and what is love? Patient and kind. And right. That's right. I remember keying into rude. Oh. What does rude mean? And he was talking about how like that word rude actually means like shameful like mm. doing shameful things see and i missed that all together mm. and like he said that I didn't hear. yeah I, that's what i heard mm. so i was still trying to pronounce the quinta quinqua whatever quinqua 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 yeah so i think i didn't grow up in the anglican church so lent was something that was super new to me when mm. i started going to the england anglican church but I it's my favorite. It's my super favorite. I love it a lot. You like it more than Advent, don't you? I do. I like I love it because my house gets clean. <clears throat> Your house gets clean? Oh yeah. Forty bags. Forty bags. Right. Forty, 40 days. 40 bags in forty days. Yeah, I'll do it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's an awesome challenge. So forty bags in forty days. 
is a challenge that we have done for several years now. Wow. Where like it's one little little bag a day of decluttering your house. Are you talking like Publix bag? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So not like garbage bag. But it oh, could be. Okay. Because sometimes be. you're at your linen closet and like you get rid of like three towels and that's a garbage bag. But it's supposed to be something that's super fast and like not mm. super involved. It's not a reorganization. Right. It's a purging. It's a purging. Cool. Yes. And the idea being that you do one bag a day. Right. It could so, be your junk drawer. Yeah. The thing that... The thing that I key in a lot, which is what Ron says all the time, is like when you get into Lent and you talk about fasting and like sacrifice and things like that, um, it's it's not with the idea that our sacrifice earns us anything or um, it's it's basically a grace to be emptied so that you can be filled with more of God. So I think like 40 bags in 40 days is, is a nice because you're, you're, I like the concept of decluttering your life in general to make more physically emptying room for various things. But, um, I was reading, so we, we've been reading the book, the John Eldridge book. And that, it's not about Lent, but I feel like it lends itself hugely to Lent. Um, because he's talking about <clears throat> kind of, well, he's talking a lot about soul care and how um, over stimulated our souls are how overtaxed they are how our souls are kind of because of the current culture and um you know social media cell phones blah 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 that our souls are kind of like hyper vigilant um so they're they lack the our souls lack the ability to ever just calm down because we're on alert constantly Mm. um and one of the things that he talks about is the concept of soul care as a way to make more room for god because our lives and our souls are so full of things that we don't have room for more of god yeah and there's one quote that he gives where he says, um, we need to find more of ourself to find more of God. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like the Lord's kind of leading me into a season for Lent of, of soul care as a Lent sacrifice. So it's, it's kind of weird because when you think of caring for your soul or the 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 common like self care kind of stuff, it sounds very um, self gratifying or self serving, but in the sense that in order to have room for God, we've got to make room by taking better care of our souls. And I don't know, I something really um, 
resonates for me with that. I think just with my own busy lifestyle um, and feeling like, okay, I, and that's the thing I look forward to every year, honestly, with Lent is just this purposeful slowing things down and choosing to prepare my heart for Resurrection Sunday. And I think like growing up and even even in my early discipleship in the church, we just we celebrated Easter or Resurrection Sunday and it was like, hey, it's Easter. Cool. Now it's not. And and so the the things with the liturgical calendar like there's this whole preparation of your heart that you're going yeah. through to really fully appreciate what happened on Sunday when Jesus rose from the dead and and on Good Friday when he mm-hmm. died on the cross and so um I don't know there's something about it that I feel like calls my soul to just pause and on every level, like spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, just hit pause and be more reflective, be more introspective, um, and stuff like that. I don't know. What do you guys think? I was reading the note that um, Lent is a time to help us reset, asking to go deeper. Um, a time to judge ourselves. And I know that like in previous years, I, I'm also not from an Anglican or liturgical of any kind of background. And so I didn't like know the rules and not necessarily saying that I would do this, but it is bad form to ask people what mm-hmm. they are giving up for Lent. Right. And so I like this idea of like turning inward and judging yourself, you know, asking for a reset, asking for eyes to see within you. Like it's not a time to look around the other people in our congregation and see <clears throat> all the things that they could do for Lent or whatever. Right, right. But like, you know, with my son was like saying that he was going to give up sugar, which would be great. <laughs> I'd be happy for him to never eat sugar. Um, but as of now, he only eats sugar once a week. And on, and during the Lenten season, you have your one day anyway where you get right. to feast. So, Which I don't think some people know that because I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that, that course of that. Yeah, there's not right. actual forty days. There's right. way more than forty days between like Sunday, Easter Sunday, right? Because Sunday is a a feast day. Right, it's a day of celebration. Right, so it's not included. Right, you don't right. you don't continue to fast. Right, on your Sunday, and um, and though I think in previous years that has been something that I would have leaned towards as well, like. What could I give up? And I think that it's really common and a lot of people do it. But this year, I feel like I don't even know yet what and if I will, quote, give something up for Lent. Mm -hmm. So much as spending the time in the season of Lent changing the rhythm of life, you know, intentionally. Yeah. And like Kelly brought up the Sabbath, which we've since implemented and is like my favorite thing ever. We hadn't done that in so many years and we had never done it evening to evening which for us just has made all the difference but implementing that cutting back on screens putting more restrictions on social medias spending more time intentionally as a family turning inward 
feels like that's where I'm being stirred this Lent to make space Mm -hmm. is mostly within the realm of like my mind, you know, where my attention goes less so than what I'm eating or whatever, I guess the soul food, what what I'm feeding my soul more so than what I'm feeding myself. Yeah. How's it going for you or what do you, how do you feel about Lent coming? (laughs) Uh, It's interesting how you're talking about like turning inward with the soul care instead of giving up something, even though it is like a form of that because we're, we're giving up maybe how we would normally conduct ourselves. So I feel like even though I'm, I'm planning on giving up something, I, I feel very like alert. I feel like a lot of years I'm like, Oh, I don't know. What should I do? And this year was just like, this is what I'm supposed to give up. Like I just felt like the Lord was like, this is what you're distracted by. I'm like, you're right. I am. So, uh, same thing, just like getting off screens and social media, which I've been off of, but then I find that I fill it with Amazon or something else. Like, <laughs> what what yeah. might we need mm-hmm. of, like, some sort of online, you know, just, like, the things that are so... It could be, even be grocery shopping, but it's just, like, it's yeah. available and it's a distraction and it's just, like, a form of yeah. keeping my mind ticking along instead of just resting. So, and even, like, consuming books on my phone and Pinterest. I'm like, I just want to read a book. Like, I, I reserved a book from the library and I'm trying to just take more, like, time to like light a candle and just like create a space where I'm like being intentional and not just look very frantic right now mm-hmm. in this season because of cell phones and how connected we are to it I think I read somewhere we like touch our phone thousands of yeah. times yeah that was in yeah was that one Adam Young's maybe yeah oh no it was Rebecca Lyons yeah and I was book. like yeah. that is terrifying yeah how many times a day we like are touching it to like yeah. check it and see and I'm like I just feel like it's like this weird dopamine hit where I was getting well that's it. that's what he talks about yeah and that's what John Eldridge talks about is the dopamine cycle yeah with our phones so not refreshing but no. you are addicted to it mm-hmm. yes it's absolutely an addiction in terms of like he talks about how there's no with with dopamine we don't have a satisfaction level that we reach we you, you just keep wanting more mm-hmm. and more mm-hmm. and so he's and that's why you'll pick up your phone and you'll check your notifications and then you'll you'll check them again and you'll flip to something else and then check them again and and it's just this dopamine yeah like it's it's crazy Mm -hmm. it it is but it's crazy and and it's not satisfying (laughs) and you feel like you feel like you're checking out to rest but then you feel exhausted oh completely Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Ricky read a book about that. I don't remember which one it was. It might have been digital minimalism a while back. And it was just based that was like a huge part of the premise. It was like all the things that we think that are giving us breaks, like, oh I'm at work, I'm gonna take a little break mm-hmm. and like pop on Insta or whatever. And it's like it does not like the science, the evidence right. behind it is like you don't feel refreshed, your brain's not recharged, but like going for a walk. Yeah. And or getting outside or like connecting with a friend for a second, yeah. taking some just like one minute pauses, all those are shown to actually give us what we need but we think that we're getting it from this mm. you know device so we've been actually like trying to put leave our phones upstairs or put them on airplane mode just like intentionally have them very far away for part especially on our sabbath so that it's not accessible for just mm. like the quick hit of nothing <laughs> um, there's nothing there when i right. need to make sure mm. so yeah I, that's kind of the direction we're going i just need to get there like it's a really big plunge to 
Like, I'm panicking right now. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I've been panicking, and I'm like, okay, I'm storing it for the winter. What do we need to buy? I'm like, ordering everything. And Rick is like, you're being crazy. And I am. Like, so. I need 743 rolls of toilet paper. Correct. I mean... <laughs> No, really. I, I actually am 100% don't. with you. Yeah. I feel almost like, I don't know what the stages are of breaking addiction, but <sighs> I feel like there have to be some stages. And I feel like I'm kind of wavering on the edge of like an anger stage where I'm mad that these things don't refresh me because mm. I want them to. Like, yeah. I want to check out and I want watching, you know, binge watching a Netflix show to refresh me because that sounds easy and I want to just shut down for a little bit as my quote break you know and then feel refreshed and it's making me irritated that it doesn't work but it doesn't so I'm, I'm sure later in the process you accept things I don't know maybe it's like grieving but I'm sure, I'm sure there's I think once you get far enough away from it then you like feel the peace you feel the calm like I remember that last year when I fasted from social media for a little while not even for Lent just for like three or four months and I was like my brain was just I felt so clear and, and so like calm and it just it made such a difference but it was like getting there it's you know like when you fast from like carbs you know the first few days you feel horrible and then you're like okay I, I feel good not crashing all the time mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm in the panic stage. I'm not even in the anger stage. I'm just freaking out. I For think me, it's... it's less the social media and more the Amazon and the Netflix. It's going to ruin me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the things he points out, which I thought was pretty fascinating, and it, I totally feel the truth of it, is he talked about how they did studies on even the genius people, genius status folk who have noticed and documented a severe decline in their attention span Mm -hmm. because of technology and social media. And to the point where these are people who would read lengthy books and studies and things like that and who now get anxious or distracted or feel like, a short blog post is too long. So they're they're noticing this yeah. huge decline. Beth Moore was just talking about this in a podcast the other day that um, she has to sometimes respond. She'll post something about an event. And then she'll meet again the response is saying, well, at what time? And she'll be like, it was right there. And then, is there childcare? Like, again, it's right there. Like, people couldn't even digest the entire... Oh, advertisement. That feels very familiar. <laughs> of when and where, um, because we just we're in such a our minds aren't used mm-hmm. to it. We're in such an instant and gratification, get, and we get reinforced for it all the time. Yeah, it's, because like it's so, like Beth. I hope Beth Moore, while you're listening to our blog. Yeah. I hope that you did not answer them, with the mm-hmm. answer to their question. Well, and, and her thing, like, and she even said she's like. Don't, don't, you know, don't say I, I didn't have grace. Like, I, had, I have grace for it. But at the same time, like, I want these people to recognize right. that they need to take in all the information instead of mm. just look for the quick fix. Right. This is the story of being an ISR instructor. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Literally. I'm ha- I Contained want, within this memo. We talk about ISR. Yeah. After you've reviewed the information. Right. Okay. Contained within this memo is the answer to almost every frequently asked question you could have. Yeah. If you still have a question, let me know. 
and inevitably all of their all questions, the questions the questions in there not are, not everyone but no. it is common and it's i'm common. and i do it too in the avenues in which i'm not an expert mm. i'm certain but don't reinforce me for it yeah yeah no but even Beth more said like our ability to take in information has yeah. decreased greatly yeah. since social media i notice like so on the occasion that i've been on a cruise and you like don't have mm-hmm. access to unless you pay like tons of money to have access which I don't because I don't have the money to do that and I'm reliant on yeah I like just the no phone reading yeah. or what I'm amazed at the difference in my attention span and it really does take a few days and then you you adjust yeah. and you start to have the ability to focus on things that you didn't weren't able to focus on before because your attention span was like you're present yeah yeah well and we don't have healthy boundaries because I I feel the same way and it's part of what I love most about a cruise versus other vacations is that I know it's going to take away my option for internet and social media and so like like I was saying before it's for me it's not really the social media so much as the Amazon and the Googling. Like, I Google everything. I'm like, oh, look, there's a dog. I wonder what kind of dog he is. I wonder <laughs> if he sheds. I wonder whatever. And now oh my I'm Googling gosh. all the things about the dog, and I know which dog I want oh when I should get it and whatever. Yeah. So, or like, there's no, a that, That's so true. <laughs> so you have no true. idea. Really? Yes. All the, all, the all the time. She Googles yeah, all I the just, things. Yeah, I, if you're casually That's sitting just, across the room from me having a conversation and I'm not in it and you've mentioned something that I thought was new She's and interesting, Googling I'm Googling it. Seriously? Yes. That exhausts me. And see me, I'm on Pinterest making a board for everything known to man. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So it yeah, takes yeah, it away. Yeah. But so and the I'm thing is that the next thing I'm doing. Yeah. So <laughs> I feel like it's a lack of boundaries because <laughs> I I feel like on the cruise, I have permission mm-hmm. to untether. Because everyone knows I'm there who yeah, I love. You're and right. so I know that they won't be hurt or offended that I'm not responding because they know that I can't. But I haven't gotten to a healthy enough point where I can set the boundaries to say, I live on a cruise and <laughs> <laughs> it's not that My I don't love you. My life is a cruise. I am trying to, you know, like yeah. it's hard. You don't want to hurt people, yeah. but you want to have boundaries for your family. And you know if you're honest with yourself, you probably have been in their shoes where you would have been hurt. Yeah. And so you don't want to put that on them, but at the same time, you're like, we're in a crazy cycle. And it needs to break. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to be on either end. Yes. Like, because, you know, I like even just Sunday before church I'm on my way to church and I get a message from work work and and one of the things that John Elders is talking about is in our culture now because of cell phones and things like that like we are expected to be available and for people to have access to us 24 7 and it didn't used to be that way when we had landlines and um you had very distinct work hours and things like that. Um, and so it, it doesn't even necessarily occur to people that it's not even. It's a weekend. Right. 
like I, I have a question and I, I'm guilty of the same thing where my thought is I'm awake at 3 a.m. You should have your phone on, on do not disturb. And I will text you what I'm thinking right now <laughs> so that when That's you wake so up, tr- and when it's you convenient wake, for you, when you wake up, you know you'll wrong. see it. Right. And it's, it's really not me going, I expect you to actually be awake at 3 a.m. along with me and answer my question right now. It's, this is on my mind right yeah, now. Yeah, my so question I'm just... is, what the hell are you doing awake at 3 a.m.? Sometimes they are, and we answer back. And yeah, yeah. and then what we do, you're like, what are you doing awake? Right, and that's why <laughs> when I text it. you, and I text you, and I say, blah, 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 and you answer back, I'm like, whoa, what are you doing? Why are you answering me? I'm not, I didn't expect to have a conversation with you. We have a few conversations mid, middle of the night. Yeah, like when Kelly's texting me from work at 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Because I'm asking her questions and she's answering me and I'm like, what is this? What is happening? But yeah, I mean, it's not that I actually expect people to be available to me. It's just that I, if, if it's on my mind, I will do something about it. So, and I get it. People do that. But if we didn't have cell phones and stuff, we wouldn't do those. Kinds. It's not like I would call your, uh, take a landline phone and call your answering service and leave a message at 3 a.m. Right. Asking if we're gonna go to Upper Crust tomorrow for coffee, right. or are we gonna go to Patty Cakes and have a cupcake? Are we gonna go, like right. random stuff? The answer right. is Patty Cakes. The answer is always Patty Cakes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I mean, it's just random stuff. Stream yeah. of consciousness. That I mean, you guys have been trapped in group texts with me. You know. total stream of consciousness like always yeah sometimes I'll get my phone 78 text messages I know know. me too this morning it was at like 48 I was like wait are these and and Chriselle had come by so I was like are these all from our group you know because you're in this like is that yeah it's true stream of consciousness sometimes it goes ding 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 someone's like wow you're getting a lot of texts I'm like yeah I'm really not that important it's really just the same group it's really just the same person it's It's (laughs) Chriselle She's working through a stream of consciousness right now, and, and just, she has to get it out. Yes, it has she's to an go external somewhere. processor. Which so. I I read, or, or it was something else Beth Moore was saying, which was amazing, is that that's the mark of a good teacher. That when you when the Lord lays something on your heart, or when something comes up, and you have to, you can't do anything but give it away. Mm. That's a mark of a really good teacher. Mm. I thought that was just external processing. Not always. Mm. There you go. Sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. So has anyone had an experience where they did shut down a component of social media and got kickback? What social media or tetheredness, like accessibility via text, calls, whatever? No. No. I feel angst. Really? Towards people. Yes. Oh, when they when they leave, when they yeah. duck out? Yeah, I'm the one oh. who. So that just confirms my fear. I'm and the one. Maybe you on like Insta or what? Oh, the group text is okay. Yeah, I mean, like if if someone's setting boundaries, like uh. I'm I'm going to focus on something and I won't be available. I'm like, but I need to tell you something right now. <laughs> I need to tell you that my eggs this morning really were terrible. <laughs> it's really important. And so expect kickback from Rochelle. It's internal. I don't, I don't like actually express it, but inside it hurts. 
I'll see and this is therein lies the problem because it's true. I'm not forgetting about it. Yeah, it's true. Like when you're busy working and you're busy working and you don't answer for whatever reason <laughs> because because you don't even have your phone on. Leave my I leave my phone like, away from me a lot. First of all, of the time. like when I was at the grocery store and I tried to call all of you <laughs> to find out what the line was that I called you back. It was too late. It was too late. I I tried. I tried all of you. Everything. I went through the list. Finally, Jan came through like a boss. And I'm standing in the wine aisle with nothing. It's not a bad place to be. (laughs) It is if you don't know what you're getting. It's a bad place to be empty handed. It is. And you guys were totally unreachable and the angst was high. Oh my gosh. You know what I hate and I would I I need to do it more is when people put their phone on. I need to do it more. Um the whole I'm sorry I'm driving right now, I'll respond as soon as I can. I hate that that so much. I hate it so much. I I hate that. I don't know, because it brings that out in me of like, well, when are you gonna get this? When are you gonna stop driving? And and now I feel like I should I I just I'm usually driving Just don't answer just it. Don't answer. <laughs> you don't have to put it on your silent. It puts it on it's me, not them. For them to not have to utilize their self control. I'm sure, and, and it's a I great idea. Need to do it. If I that, do, I've been for that, that to work. I would have to put it yeah. in my trunk. <laughs> I well, it would be yeah. good for me to put it in the baby car seat because that's a thing. Well, maybe not in the baby. And car that way, you won't forget the baby. But yeah, you tuck it under. Yeah, because that's what they say is like to put. Something oh, in there so oh. that then, like, your purse or your wallet so that you never leave the baby in the car. I just try and practice this whole, they don't need you right now. They can wait three minutes till you stop. But what if I do? What if on. I don't know what wine to get and I'm standing right there? Well, it's not always going to be that level of an emergency. Yeah, that's... that's <laughs> Yeah. That was a unique situation. I felt very abandoned at the time. So I'm just going to be really honest. <laughs> but you go to a healing church, so we're going to work this it's out. true. I mean, thank so, God. Jan maybe came you can through. forgive us. Jan came through for me. And, and then they didn't have it, they, right? No, they didn't. And I was really upset. It's so, uh, uh, supposedly it's BOGO, but it's not here. It doesn't exist. I sent Ricky to go buy it. And it, it a rain check. Did you see what's BOGO this week? No, the TaylorMade and the Creamy Chardonnay. I feel instant gratification when I hit the buy, like hit the buy it now. It's like so satisfying. And then when the package comes in the mail, it's everyone like says, every what did you get? And I'm like, I don't know. Let's open it because oh my I gosh. don't remember because oh my I'm gosh. every day. And so my three-year-old says when people tell her, oh, look how cute your shoes are. She says, thank you. My mommy got them for me from the mail. <laughs> she doesn't say she got them at the store or from went shopping. Everything is from the, the mail. mail. Did you? The mailman's oh, like Santa. Yes. <laughs> mommy, I love your necklace. Did you get that from the mail? <laughs> the mail is the best store in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I it's do love getting It's such a different time. I am all about actually. My dog food gets yes. delivered with no thought crossing my mind. True. I Diapers, am all about wipes. We used to 
have serious issues with running out of toilet paper. Yes. Like, it was a good thing you live next door to your mom. Yes. Because we would, I would, like, literally there's someone screaming from the bathroom, toilet paper. And, like, when you hear that, you have to run next door to, to my mom's place. house right. and, and grab a roll and come back with a roll. Because my mom always has toilet paper. But right. now I do, too, because it's subscribed. It's a, wow. it's Amazon subscribe and save. And so mm-hmm. I literally get toilet paper delivered to my door. Yeah. And it's magic. Paper towels, toilet paper, diapers, wipes, dog food. And it's vitamins. Why are you guys telling me this now? Claritin this is not helpful. Get it oh, set up. Lent sorry. hasn't started not yet. Helpful. Get the behind. I mean, you got, you Wait, got but you're night? starting tomorrow. If I subscribe and save, subscribe it just and comes save. to me. Yes. Like I didn't do anything. You. Then it's no, of course. Yes. Well, do you need the stuff, right? Is this enabling? Uh, I was going to say, I don't, I don't know. If it's a good deal, I'm telling you, my moisturizer is cheaper. The moisturizer that we use is cheaper on Amazon than at than Walmart. Than at Walmart. And it comes monthly. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything. Y'all don't have to. But what I'm this is what I mean about that, Kelly. The only reason I'm saying that it could be helpful information is that if it's already subscribed and saved, you have no excuse for trolling through Amazon, mm-hmm. looking okay. at the deal of the day or looking for anything else, you know the deal of the day. you've worked through your essentials. Mm-hmm. They're on their way. There's no Amazon. excuse. I have no there. idea what that does not know what the deal of the day is. Oh. The deal of the day is the thing that you don't We're need. We're addicts. You don't need to give this No. When I need something, I'm going to call you and have you order it for me. Since you're not, you don't have a problem. Well, what was it two years ago when we were talking about Christmas and you guys were all like, uh, you don't Amazon it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you I, start, I started that. I know. I did. Do you think this is coming? Like for you, in like four or five years, you'll catch up, or do you? No. She, never I'm an old soul. On I'm an old soul. I order books on Amazon. Yeah. And Christmas gifts. And and I did Christmas gifts this year. Yeah. Hey, I, I order things. books on Amazon because have you tried to order a book in town and, at a bookstore? Yeah. No, they never have it. Not a thing. No, I know. Yeah. No. They don't have it. No. That's I true. tried. I can't, I, I can't read books. books. I, I um, listen to them, so they're all on my oh, phone so anyway. It's scary how many books I have. But, um, yeah. No, no, I do Amazon. I just am not, I'm not to, to y'all's level. <laughs> You'll get there. We believe in you. You <laughs> obviously to get to your level. You don't, don't use enough toilet paper. Y'all have seen me with journals, so, uh, or with, uh, uh, with calendars. Oh, you and the planner. Don't get me yeah. started. So, so you feel like, Kelly... That the Lord is asking you to step away from some stuff. Some stuff. And that specifically online shopping has yeah. been something you social feel like you're online shopping, yeah. social media and online shopping yeah, because my phone, probably. that um, has been a distraction for you. Yeah. And feels legit. Tammy, what are you feeling like the Lord's asking you to do for Lent? Do well, you know I'm like, <clears throat> I'm like you guys. I've been in a season since. My kids started full-time school in August. Yes, it's wonderful. Um, I have, like, the Lord's been telling me for a long time, there's some, like, you need to just, like, don't fill up every minute of your day and spend some time with me. So I've been doing that. I mean, there's a lot of days where I, I don't do anything but sit and read and, I don't know, maybe clean a little bit. So I'm I'm kind of in this place where I I've given up a lot of things like I don't do much social media um, at all, and so I I feel like the Lord's been like putting some things on my heart that He's asking me to dig in more, and so I am giving up um, giving up some actual stuff more. It looks more probably like more authentic fasting, 
this year. Um, and in the hope and, and the anticipation that what the Lord's laid on my heart, you know, he will give me more clarity on. So that's probably a little more. Gotcha. Giving up. I, I haven't figured out like the actual fasting part yet because I haven't really been eating any. Yeah, you've been eating um, solid stuff. Um, yeah. So being on a liquid diet. <laughs> you can't fast from the <laughs> Unless I just go straight to like a water fast. I don't know. But um, yeah, food has not been something that, so I don't know. I hate um, fasting from food. But. I, I don't mind it, but I feel like I'm already... Life in, in the food area already kind of sucks a little bit. So um, there's, you know... And I don't eat breakfast, so... Like, I already do intermittent fasting, so... Yeah, it's not... A, I could totally, good. like, go ahead and say I'm fasting breakfast, but that wouldn't be legit. Right. So what I'm focusing more on right now I I probably will fast something I just haven't the Lord hasn't said this is the thing yet but like I made a list based some on the book by John Eldridge of things that I want to do as a means of celebrating Lent um and that is he talks about a one minute pause and benevolent detachment where he says like Take 60 seconds at various times during your day to just pause and say, Lord, I give everything mm. and everyone to you. Mm. Um, and you can get specific with that or not. But it, like, if there's something specific on your mind that you need to give to the Lord, you can do that then. But he also talks about benevolent detachment, which is... And he talks about how Jesus practiced benevolent detachment. You know, there were... I think it was in Mark where he, they were like, hey, Jesus, there's this big crowd and you know, everyone wants to see you. And the first thing Jesus says is, hey, let's, uh, let's, let's sneak off. Bye. <laughs> let's go somewhere. And it was like, you know, Jesus is the epitome of health, you know, spiritually, emotionally, physically. And, and he's, when he's feeling inundated his answer was benevolent detachment his Mm. answer was i'm gonna step away from this Mm. not because i don't like you or not because i have something against you or not because but because i my i need to take care of my soul Mm -hmm. um and so he he calls it benevolent detachment because it's it's loving it's kind it's loving to us as a person boundaries boundaries and um and then we're able to actually be the healthiest version of ourselves for other people yeah you know um so that's one of the things that I want to incorporate um he talks about seeking out beauty as a means of healing and he talks about how our culture is such that we don't really focus on beauty um so that there's there's a healing factor to beauty and God specifically created the world with so much beauty and it's it's actually healing for us but we just have gotten into this type of 
breakneck pace lifestyle where we don't stop and look for beauty and enjoy it well, and we engage always, We always it. have to take a picture of it too. Yeah. We always have to make it a shareable moment instead of just a moment that we can receive just for us. Yeah. And so you're always looking for that next best thing. That was in that, um, she talked about that in the rhythms. Oh, Rebecca Wines. Yeah. That was a really yeah, great. Yeah. That was really good. Bit. She put it really well. Um, that like, she was like, Oh, I'm going to get my phone. It's such a beautiful sunset. And the Lord was like, just let this be for you. Like this doesn't have to be for anyone else. Let it just be for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I want to, you know, purposefully. So how are you going to do that? Um, well, like yesterday, um, on the way home from church, we, we drive by this pond and I looked over at the pond and it was crazy. I noticed there were like at least 20 turtles sitting on the side of the bank. Like it was, I've never seen that many turtles just chilling on the side of the bank. Um, and so I asked Chad to stop and like we decided to get out and just go look at the turtles and um just I don't know, just like actually engage. Yeah. And it was so crazy because I first of all, you know, they whenever you walk up to them they like scurry into the water. But these turtles are obviously used to getting fed because hefty. they all like scurried <laughs> into the water, but then they turned around and came Beat back us. to the edge. With their heads oh, poking out, just staring at us. Oh, that's like, so funny. And? <laughs> like, feed me. So, anyway, I just, and, like, like this morning. I thought they had turtles there. Really? They're very tame. They'll let you pet them practically. <laughs> that's true. You'll take me home? Okay. <laughs> and this morning, I went out for a walk. Um, and I was just, I was just trying to, like, focus on yeah. nature and... I come alive when I'm, when I'm, especially near water. Yeah. You put me near any form of water and I am like mm-hmm. connecting with the Lord. And the one of the, one of the things he talks about is part of that seeking out beauty and engaging in it is also then turning toward the Lord yeah. and saying, thank you for you this. And I, I love you so much yeah. because you create these beautiful things for me and sort of engaging in that. So I feel that at the beach a lot. Same. Yeah. And so that's the next part is just intentionally practicing gratitude. Um, Another thing he talks about is going outside. I think he had a statistic listed in the book that, um, that said that in order for a person to feel um, a sense of wellness, that they need an average of 120 minutes a day outside. I was like, wow, that's, that was my face killing. Wow. That's a lot. Unless there's was like pollen, a week. Yeah, right? with you. And then it was like a day. I was like, wow. Yeah. Huh. So. Some days would be easy, but other days that would be really hard. Yeah. The winter. The winter. The winter crappy yeah. pollen season. Like just yeah. it, August in Florida. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But I, I get that. Like that makes sense to me. Like yeah. I said, I, I'm a good version of myself when I'm outside connected. Nature. I feel like where we live, it's way easier to do compared to where other people live. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, that's true. Yeah. Your neighborhood <clears throat> is like yeah. prime for trails and. I thought you meant where we live, like Florida. Um, Florida. I meant, no. but also. <laughs> I meant <laughs> the trails. Hood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and another obviously we already talked about unplugging, so that's one of the other things on my list. And then, he talks about asking. 
um, asking, taking time to ask the Lord, what parts of my soul mm. am I neglecting? Um, and what losses have I not allowed to matter? He talks about how when we experience loss, we kind of push past it and don't necessarily give ourselves the opportunity to feel feelings and invite the Lord into them or feel the weight of loss. Whether that's like the loss of a person or the loss of a dream or an idea or yeah. whatever that we, that, um, you know, it's really important for us to acknowledge that our losses matter and they matter to God and to, I mean, he, he even goes so far as to say, you know, that one of his personal practices is to, um, take a bat to his trash can, (laughs) you know, like he's like, it's really important. My neighbors love that. Yeah. He's like, make sure that the garage door is down. Yeah. (laughs) So that your neighbors don't freak out. But, and that's, I mean, it's very reminiscent of some of the Adam Young stuff on engaging your anger and things like that, because He's, he, and he specifically says, which I've heard Adam Young talk to about like not editing your feelings, yeah. like feel them and, and invite the Lord into them. Just mm-hmm. go ahead. And if, and he even goes so far as to say, if that means that you start, you know, spewing profanity, okay. Yeah. Like, all right. You know, that's part of the Because it's in there. It's, it's going to come out it's, one way or yes. another. Yes. So, you know, um, what feelings do I need to feel? Um, and then he talks about intentionally revisiting memories of experiences of God's goodness. Ooh, like, I like, like that. taking a moment in that day to, oh. and he, and he's like, and this is the way you can actually engage your phone, you know, go through your, your, your pictures and, mm-hmm. you know, go through those and as a way of remembering mm-hmm. times of God's goodness. <gasps> Yes, stones are women. Because that's like my thing. So that's my favorite. Um, But yeah, stones of remembrance. And Mm -hmm. he even talks about, like he he literally had stones that were on his desk from various trips. Like, you know, like when you brought me, you and Jan brought me a stone from Scotland. Scotland. Pretty over it, yeah. Yeah. And so, anyway, he had like specific stones. I do. I have a jar of stones (laughs) over there, like from different different travels and some we painted. Yeah. So, you know, going there, the importance of intentionally remembering, remembering. the goodness of yeah. God. Um, so, That's like, song for that. goodness of God. Yes. And then asking the Lord, how have I been unkind to myself? Um, and then on my list is decluttering my environment, which is my 40 bags in 40 days, decluttering my schedule, which. I'm trying right now. I'm I'm even like I'm letting Faith, my my daughter, take the car most days to oh, school wow. so that I don't have a car. So that I can't go anywhere. No escape. And it's actually been awesome because I I can't just randomly decide, oh, I should run this errand or I should do this or I'm like I'm home. That's it. Like that that twelve or what, sixteen hours <clears throat> that you accidentally took my phone. <laughs> <laughs> was yes. the most freeing mm. 12 to 16 See, hours. I would have been having like ever. convulsions probably. No, that morning I was like, I, I don't, I don't want to pick it up. 
Can she just keep my phone? Yeah, we're not the same. <laughs> so decluttering my schedule, I'm I'm really trying to do that. I'm trying to hand off things that I don't feel like I need to be involved in. Mm-hmm. Um, learn to delegate some things. Um, see, ask the Lord what I'm actually being invited into and what I'm not. Yeah. Um, so yeah, decluttering. I'm, I would like for my planner to look really pretty empty, which is would be crazy for me. Um, and then decluttering my soul. So And that's part of this whole, all this other stuff. Um, I don't remember if this is aspect <clears throat> or Lent either, but this is what, like, I think the Lord brings me back around to every once in a while. It's like, who, now what relationships do you need to work on or with mm-hmm. like you know what like you need to clear clear the space like even with family like any grudges need to be cleared like this is time that you can you know work on those relationships that you mm-hmm. just you know let or, the hurt sit or let the yeah. unforgiveness sit or let the bitterness sit like, or it's time to maybe put some relationships on the shelf for a little while yeah like yeah walk away from some of them for a little while give them a rest <laughs> I that down. <laughs> yeah, that's something that... <clears throat> um, I got that down too well. <laughs> yeah, I didn't used to be able to do that well at all. But yeah. I... Why? Uh, performance yeah. addiction, um, approval addiction, mm-hmm. feeling like um, saying no meant that I wouldn't be getting the affirmation that mm-hmm. I desperately needed. Um and then, you know, when when Libby died and I got to a place where I I couldn't get off the couch and I couldn't say yes to people, um, I didn't have an option. And so... Um, it was there for you. It, yeah, it, it happened for me. Um, and it didn't go well with a lot of people. I mean, when people are used to you saying yes... All the time, it doesn't go well when you say no, yeah. and you realize, oh, that's the kind of relationship we have, and so, you know, like, yeah, and over the last couple of years, my family is just so busy yeah. that it's, I just, I just have had to pare down. In a lot of ways, and not engage in much besides besides family so um but yeah I think I think when we have performance issues or our our affirmation is wrapped up in serving you know serving other people um or whatever being there at their beck and call yeah Um, so yeah So those are kind of the areas that I feel like the Lord's leading me into for Lent. So I'm looking forward to it. Shrove Tuesday tomorrow. Yeah. So where eat we, all the pancakes. Eat all the pancakes where we celebrate. It's also called Fat Tuesday or Mardi Gras. Forgive me. It's Tuesday. It is. Right. It's it's forgiveness before repentance. Right. It's grace precedes faith and forgiveness 
precedes repentance. Mm-hmm. So get your ash in church. Get your <laughs> ash in church. Yes. So, and then Ash Wednesday, yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite stories about Madison is um, she went to a Lutheran preschool, which, you know, they're liturgical. So they did Ash Wednesday, and a couple years ago, I want to say she was like four, they brought her to the church and did the ashes in the head, and, you know, I picked her up, and she was super excited. Well, I took her straight to Disney, and so we get to the hotel, and I'm like, all right, we're going to go to Disney, and I go to wash the ashes off, and she's like, what are you doing? She's like, you can't, you can't wash this off? And I were being like, you can't walk into Disney with, okay, we're doing this. So we walk into Disney with ashes. We probably had 10 people stop us going, oh, man, I knew I missed church today. <laughs> she was like a walking like, reminder. Like a walk- <laughs> oh, my God. And it was, yeah, it, was, was, like, it was very entertaining. I feel like, I feel like you're you not supposed to wash them off. We usually no. end up at public. I know, and she knew that. Yeah. She, she, she knew that. I was the one who yeah. felt guilty because I was like, oh my I'm gosh, so I was more worried about my daughter's forehead than she was. Yeah. We, I, I, I swear almost every year, Jen and I end up having to go to Publix after Ash Wednesday and walk around Publix with ash on our foreheads. But People are either confused yeah. or matching. Yeah, it's true. Like, yes, you will have the matching ones. Right, you'll have uh, the ones where like, like you're like, mm. like the knowing. See, hey, you got <laughs> yeah. your ash. Oh, you got your ash. I see your ash. You see my ash. Are y'all gonna go Wednesday night? I don't know. I'm, Just I'm, go for the ash. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Those are good chance. Well, you love taking your kids to things that are not. You know, kid oriented and don't have childcare. Oh no, we're getting a sitter. We're gonna bring all of ours. Everybody yeah, but your kids are used to that. My kids would be like, well, actually, never mind. They go to Catholic school. I was gonna say your kids go to Catholic school. <laughs> never mind. Yeah. They're fine. Your kids They're know fine. more about what's going on than I do, probably. <laughs> <laughs> they have an hour long mass almost once a week. So, hmm. all right. Well, yeah. Lent. Enjoy your Lent. Yes. Sunday be refreshed. Coming. Be refreshed. Sunday is coming. Sunday is I coming. love that. Sunday is coming. 